Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today members podcast on Tuesday, 5th of September. Wall Street closed last night. RBA coming up 2.30 today. After that CPI number last week, there is no chance. Well, actually, there's a 14% chance according to the bond market. There is no chance for rate rise, no chance for rate cut. And Michelle Bullock will be fingers crossed that she has arrived. This is Philip Lowe's last meeting that she has arrived at peak interest rates and will never have to raise rates in her lifetime. Let's hope so. And doubtless she'll be fingers crossed for a bit of data supporting that idea. The CPI numbers last week were obviously a good start. So RBA today, we have a US inflation number, CPI number and PPI number next week, Wednesday for the CPI number, pretty sure. And that perhaps is our next market signpost. Otherwise, as you've doubtless seen, futures overnight were down 19 on the back of a rather floppy performance from Europe whilst the US was closed. And today we've got defensive stocks up, things like CSL, Coles, APA Group, APA a group might be worth a look. I see James Gerrish at Market Matters adding it to his portfolio today. His income portfolio, 6.2% yield, and the share price is absolutely on its back. Might have to have a look at those. Otherwise, Pilbara Minerals ex-dividend today. They're down 3.3%. Fortescue Metals down 2.2%. The whole of the resources rallies taking a bit of a black eye today. South 32 down 2.1%. Mineral resources down 1.6%. Rio down 1.2%. BHP down 09 And the market down 38 So a bit disappointing today. That reverses yesterday's 42-point rally. 41-point rally. So on hold to see what the US does tonight. As I speak, the Dow futures are unfortunately down 56. The Nasdaq futures down 20. I thought the market would be doing a bit better today, particularly the resources stocks on the back of the Chinese sentiment. I don't know whether you saw all the headlines overnight on China, but problem child country garden, big property developer in China that's obviously had problems, had to default on debt. It got a bit of a relief deal on its debt and the share price has risen 47% in the past six days. The Chinese market was up about one and a half percent yesterday. It's down half percent today. But there's definitely Definitely a bit of Chinese fear dissipation going on in the last week or so. And that's played out obviously well for the resources sector. Not happening today though. And there's not much to tell you on the portfolio front really, apart from the dividends coming up. BHP on Thursday, Mineral Resources on Friday. Ideas portfolio holding in there. ResMed, very disappointing. I see some of you on the Facebook page and chatting on the golf course, a few buyers of ResMed on weakness. And I've put the broker stuff in my section today, the average target price on ResMed at the moment. I've mentioned this a few times, and it is really the only reason I've held on to ResMed rather than take the loss. We're down 10% on it. But the average target price is 48.6% above the current share price. So it's still holding ResMed. CSL's pretty much flat on what we bought it, and the rest of them are looking a little bit less fruity today. But we're still 9% up on mineral resources. 4.5% up on CIA, Fortescue with Square, 
fang and LNAS holding in, praying for a good performance from the NASDAQ and big tech. The Again, the CPI number next week in the US is going to be vitally important for how well the NASDAQ does. We have to hope that they will continue to see this trend in weak economic numbers manifest itself in a weaker than expected CPI number. We will see. Anyway, positioned for the upside at the moment. At this point, as I say, no more than a trade, still in cash in the strategy portfolio. And this peak interest rate story really needs to develop before the markets have a material pivot point and we get stuck in in the strategy portfolio and also get stuck in in the Macquarie portfolio. That's still in cash. Macquarie is a stock market stock. It does need a rising stock market. And we've missed this short-term rally in the market. So waiting to see whether we've got another leg up in the market or whether this was all just a good week. Looking around all the commentators today and things like the AFR, the number of pages they're filling with stories today are as low as I've seen them. The results season is over. By the way, a lot of broker analysts go on holiday after the results season. So the first week in September is usually a thin week for research. About the only stock anyone's written about today has been Liontown Resources after the Albemarle bid at $3 yesterday. And the target prices from the brokers are $3, $3. And rather surprisingly, Bell Potter's got a $3.35 target price. What on earth are they thinking? It looks like a done deal. Otherwise, not a lot of broker research around. Stories around today. Alan Joyce departing slightly earlier than expected. You've probably seen he's become a medium media plaything with his $24 million payout departs early amidst, amidst controversies and challenges facing the airline. Lots of politics involved here. Oil price doing okay. Highest level since November last year. OPEC production cuts helping tighten the market. ASIC has sued Westpac for an immaterial amount over failure to process customer claims for hardship during COVID. And that's about it on the stock market front, really. Not really sure sure I should fluff it out any more than that if there's nothing to fluff it out with. I've got a couple of fillers in my section today. One is I rather like Shane Oliver's. Shane Oliver writes, uh, he's the AMP strategist economist. He writes a weekly missive called Oliver's Insights. You can subscribe to it for free. Shane is one of the good guys. This week's article was called Three Reasons to Err on the Side of Optimism as an Investor. I had to smile at that. Shane's job, along with every other economist strategist that works for a major fund manager or financial institution is to keep the customers happy, keep them calm, keep them invested. Last thing you want is for anyone to smile. And I think the AMP must be struggling with customer withdrawals or something to write an article suggesting that the customer not only remains calm and invested, but that they they be optimistic as well. All I can tell you, Shane, is everybody's going through the same thing at the moment. I'm talking to fund managers who say redemptions outweigh new investors. The market's been going sideways to down for two years, and this sort of stuff happens. It's a cycle. We need a bull market. We don't have one at the moment. The game for strategists, of course, is to say be long term and don't try and time the market. In other words, don't sell. I'm sure anyone who hasn't sold yet probably isn't going to anyway. 
His final quote, which I had in the pre-market podcast, his final quote was from Helen Keller. No pessimist ever discovered the secret of the stars or sailed to an uncharted land or opened a new heaven to the human spirit. Using Helen Keller to keep AMP customers happy. Bold move, Shane, bold move. The other thing I've written about in my piece today was Blue Zones. I, I imagine some of you, many of you have heard of Blue Zones. They are a, there are a few places in the world that have been identified as having a very high proportion of centenarians, 100-year-old people, in other words, as a percentage of the population. Most obvious one would be Okinawa, having done a lot of karate and judo in my life. Okinawa features, but an isolated community with a high level of centenarians. And it's an interesting list of things that help you live a long time. And it's not all down to exercise and diet. A lot of it is, but it's also to do with having a purpose. I quite like that idea that everybody needs to have a purpose, something to wake up to. And if you take that away from them, they wither and die. There's also a correlation between villages on slopes and the longevity of their population. In other words, when you walk out of the house, you have to walk uphill or downhill at all times. Constant exercise, obviously, of benefit. But the other one, and two really, was put your family first. And the other one, find your tribe. One of the groups are the Adventist Church in America, and they are, without questioning their religious beliefs, they are a close-knit community, and people find security, happiness, and long life from belonging to a tribe. Anyway, there we go. Blue zones. You can see there's nothing going on in the stock market today, trying to fill things out. Right, I'd better leave it there, or I waffle too much. Our market has been down 48, currently down 37. As I say, Dow futures down 58, Nasdaq futures down 0.1 of a percent, waiting to see what happens on Wall Street tonight. But before that, waiting to see what happens with the RBA. If they do anything at all other than cut and paste the last statement, it will be a surprise. Bon voyage, Phil. You have a good day. We'll be back tomorrow.